0: home dad by day and an uber lyft driver by night. I've been driving for the past two years and have completed over 4,000 rides. In that time I've racked up 80,000 miles on my now less than brand new car. I've been to every part of the city, picked up people from all walks of life, heard conversations about all kinds of intimate things. I get asked by customers a lot, what was the wildest thing that's ever happened to me? Compared to other drivers out there, I've had a pretty boring career. No fights or amateur porn in the back seat. I've had 4 pukers though. That's 1 per 1000 rides, so not as bad as you might think. And yes, I do carry vomit bags for when that happens. When I first started, I remembered the faces and conversations from almost every rider. Now as a veteran of the ride share wars, People just come and go as I move from one ride to the next during my late night shifts. Most are forgettable, sleepy slightly to very inebriated folks going home from a night out at the bar or getting off the late shift from work or a red-eye flight from O'Hare. There are very few passengers whom I will remember later. If pressed for a story, maybe I'll share the young couple I picked up in Boys Town late one night. It was a short ride but the whole time the young lady was incredulous because her quote boyfriend had just confessed to her that he had had gay sex before. You sucked a dick? Really? Wow! She kept repeating variations of this seemingly getting more Uh, shall we say heated with every repetition. It is this story I would tell if pressed about my most memorable ride. I also deliver stuff and some of you might know of the platforms like Instacart, DoorDash, Postmates, etc. This particular delivery is for a small local company, not one of the big national players, but I do a couple shifts for them each week delivering what amounts to frozen groceries to households all over the Chicagoland area. As part of that, when we do these deliveries, we have to pick up the empty containers from the customers and bring them back. So for this particular incident, I had a carload full of empty containers and freezer packs, which were supposed to return after our shifts each week. The company has a little storage facility and we're supposed to return the stuff there so I come back late one night and try to unload all this stuff. I pull into the storage facility which is located in a warehouse area here on the west side of Chicago. It's dark. It's not really that scary but for those of you who aren't familiar with Chicago you might think it's a scary place to be. So setting that picture I pull in, the gate is open, and at the time I didn't realize that the facility closes at 10 p.m. So at the time I'm pulling in it's probably around 9:45 Now just so you know I've done it in the past and there's an automated gate we have the code and everything so you know I'm not thinking there's a going to be a problem So I pull in, open up my car, open up the storage facility, start unloading and then when I finish I shut everything up And I get in the car to leave. I pull out and lo and behold the gate is closed and locked. I tried the code to no avail and it suddenly occurs to me that this facility has had some issues with their gate and I heard later on that there's been some flood damage which affected some of the electrical. So the gate apparently it's been manually locked and there's nobody to let me out. So I'm starting to freak out a little bit, Uh, fortunately there's an emergency number at the gate. So I call and get a guy in the corporate office on the line and he's very nice and, and apologetic. He says they're going to try and reach out to a manager and have someone come out to let me out. And he says in a very professional way it's going to be about 20 minutes. So I'm like, okay, I don't really have anywhere to be, I'll just chill out, listen to the radio and wait for them to arrive. So I go about doing that, and after about 15 minutes, I see two cop cars pull up. First, I think, oh, they're just pulling over some random person for a traffic stop. But then after about a minute, I start to see the officers walk towards me, and I'm like, oh, shit. At this point, I see my entire career as a driver about to come to an unfortunate end. Two years in and this is how it's going to end, right? Don't get me wrong, I've tried for the past few years to transition back into the normal working world, but have not had a lot of luck doing that. I think it's probably, you know, I probably applied for about a dozen jobs and that might not seem like a lot over that span of time, but I'm very picky about jobs and want to go back and return to doing something that fits my talents and abilities. Things just haven't worked out yet. I really want that second chance on the career path. So, the police walk up and it's two lady officers and they're very nice as well. See, this being Chicago, I thought I might get a Jason Van Dyke working tonight, but no, they were very nice and professional. and They asked what was going on. And I explained to them that I was an employee of this company, and we have this storage facility, and I've been locked in, and so, you know, they bought my story, and got on their police radio, and proceeded to wait along with me for someone to arrive. But no one ever came, so eventually, uh, they were given a code by the company to try and punch in, to let me out. That didn't work either. And so everyone, you know, me, the officers were just getting more frustrated. And then finally they said, well, looks like we're going to have to call the fire department. (laughs) And at that point I was like, oh my God, the fire department, you know, I have these visions. Like when the fire department comes, you're talking about blow torches, jaws of life, you know, cutting tools and all that rescue equipment ladders. And I was like, really? there's no other way than to have the fire department come and rescue me. And they're like, yeah, you know, that's standard procedure, sorry. So now I'm thinking, oh great, I'm going to be held responsible for this. I'm going to get fired from this company and here's another job that's going to disappear on me. So the fire truck comes and they all jump out and they look at the gate and then the head firefighter says, oh, this has happened before, I know exactly what to do. And then they walk over to the side and there's this hidden door, which I guess the the one firefighter just jumps over and unlocks. And they're like, okay, peace out, have a nice day. So nothing had to be blowtorched or sawn down or whatever. I was able to get out. However, my car was still stuck and the police just told me, sir, you're just going to have to park the car overnight and come back the next day. Which I eventually did with no drama and and got my car. Crisis averted. I'm glad that nothing bad really happened, but I'm still kind of stuck and hoping to find my second chance in the near future. Thank you.